everybody. Welcome back to another version of Flock and Gather. This is your only 18-minute podcast to the spa, salon, and wellness channel. It's hard for me to believe that we are in May already. I am 11 shows into the year. This is Alan Sher, your host, and we're going all the way to Houston, Texas, one of my absolutely favorite cities to talk with Dawn Page. She is the chief cook and bottle washer. I can say that, Dawn, right? At New Dawn Spa and Retail Consulting. Welcome, Dawn. How are you? Thank you. Um, I'm doing great. Uh, Just coming off of a couple exciting uh, times in Vegas at the iSpa convention. And I'm just collecting myself after that. So Good. And before that, we were at Spa Tech together. So now we're seeing each other for the third time in in as many months. And it was fun to see your sister, meet your sister at... uh, the spa show uh, also. So you guys look like a lot of fun together. It was great. Oh, thank you. Yes. Um, before we start, well, tell our, give our listeners 30 seconds on who is Don Page and how are you the head proprietary uh, person at your consulting and retail company right now? Uh, well, uh, yes, I am Dawn Page. Um, I have been in the spa and wellness uh, business for about uh, Mas o menos 20 years or so. Um, Previous to that, I was a real estate agent and uh, also a professional dancer in my life before that. (laughs) And so uh, massage therapist uh, was kind of where I got my legs in the spa and wellness business. And I've traveled on through many positions um, and decided after the pandemic uh, that really that it was my opportunity and it was good time for my personal and professional growth to kind of get more into the consulting uh, kind of aspect from that. And um, yeah, so uh, doing that for a couple of years now based out of Houston, but I'm, uh, I have clients uh, out in the Caribbean as well as in the U.S. So I'm, I'm a one woman show, except for when the, um, when the project, uh, uh, demands that I collect and call on my um, other associates that I have uh, worked with in the past. And I put together a great team to execute the project. Do you have a specialty? I know you have and retail in your uh, tagline. So is somehow retail a specialty to you? Uh, Definitely, yes, I would say. um, And this was an opportunity for me to kind of learn um, from all the do's and don'ts that I did through my uh, journey in spa leadership as a spa director in luxury spa settings. And I really felt that it this is something that uh, spa directors uh, really need a lot of help with, um, really curating an experience that's specific to their location versus, um, you know, collecting a lot of brands and putting them in there and trying to be uh, an all things to all people. I really, I really felt that my experience in that to help really create a, an amazing retail experience um, has, has really helped a lot of people benefit in their, in their sales. Do you know, um, I always say this, nobody went to school for retail. It is kind of an animal all its own. I mean, I was fortunate I grew up in the retail business. So I kind of already knew what I'm going to call the basics of retailing. But it never surprises me when I go to a facility and I I ask, 
well, who, who put your display wall together? And they're just kind of, yeah, just like we put stuff up there. And, and it's a science today, though, correct? It is. Um, you know, before you set and just start loading up the shelves, you it's really important to create a retail mix, depending on and identifying who your client is. Really saying, you know, do I get apparel? Do I get skincare? Do I get bath and body? Do I get, you know, nails? Do I get hair extensions? I mean, there's so many things that you can get um, to put in there. And I think it's really important at onset to identify what that retail mix is going to be um, in and to maximize the space that you have as well um, to where it looks like a beautiful display and it is um, attractive to people uh, without it being uh, too overwhelming and convoluted and messy looking. Yeah. People, uh, my listeners, please reach out to Dawn. She's at new, N-E-W, newdawnspa.com. Uh, Dawn, everything we talk about when it comes to retail always sinks back to me about lighting and direction and display and shelf crowding and, you know, all the stuff that goes uh, with it where we might take it for, for granted, but People have to remember retail can pay the bills in the house, right? And every the back of the house can be all the cream, but you can use the front of the house to pay the bills. A hundred percent. And, you know, there's a, a really great, you know, it's actually very fun and, uh, and uh, exciting ways to keep people coming back, especially as you're developing that local clientele, because keeping it fresh and new and having promotions and um, to, and having promotions to move the things that are becoming a little bit stale on your shelf to be able to bring in new fresh things, having events, retail shopping events, um, you know, doing like a, a retail therapy and coffee first thing on a Sunday morning, you wouldn't believe you're going to really get those dedicated shoppers in there at 8 a.m. And, you know, it's a really great way, but that's, it's, it's important. You have to keep cycling through so that you can keep it fresh to keep new things in that space. Um, last thing on retail, and I want to segue here a moment, but the, the margins people maybe don't always understand that the $10 item might sell for 20, but it might sell for 30 or 40 also, right? And that's why, you know, merchandising, a selection, uh, inventory, all those things are so uh, critical. And frankly, you should hire an expert. If you're not an expert in the field, that's nothing to be ashamed of. You should hire somebody to help you do that. Sure, sure. And, and these the concepts are, are not, you know, rocket science. And anybody who has the least bit that likes shopping, once you learn a few of the different tick tricks and of the trade, you're going to, it's all really going to come together. And you're right. And I think being able to find things, you know, if, if a person can find an item on, let's say, that big online shopping platform that starts with an A, that I'm not going to promote, yeah. um, right? You're, you know that that's your competition and you're going to have that guest coming in and taking a picture, right? So you know you're not going to be able to sell it for five times more than that 
a website does. Um, but other items that are exclusive to spa, that are special, that are hard to find, you know, that really lends more space for that profit margin uh, to be because they're more unique, unique items. And also, yeah. you know, specific location branded items is a really great way um, to, to drive that profit margin up. Um, you know, novelty items, candles, monogrammed uh, signature, you know, shirts and clothing and uh, any items that are true to that particular location is a great way because you can charge whatever you whatever you want because they're specific to that location. Don, whenever I call you, you're somewhere else. You're never in Houston. So I know that you're busy. So when people put on their consulting hat and they're, they're as people are want to say, there are a lot of them in our industry, but there's only 10 or 20 of you guys that really matter in our, in our industry. What makes a good consultant? What makes you who you are today that people find you and want to do business with you? Well, I think it's important that, you know, because the industry is so vast and there's so, so much range of where you could go, it's really important to find your specialty and niche of where you can fit in. And it's important to when, you know, people, um, people come to you and it, in order to have good success, you need to be able to have an honest relationship with them where you're going to work together to get them to their goal. You can't just take all the jobs that that come your way. You, you need to refer them out to people that are specialized. And so that's why I've kind of kind of honed in on a few areas um, of my expertise. And I really just try to stay in that lane. Uh, something my wife says to me all the time, honey, stay in your own lane. <laughs> okay, can you tell us what your lane is? Uh, certainly. Well, you did mention the retail, uh, which we talked about. Um, another thing that um, I kind of specialize in is helping young brands to position themselves in um, in that luxury spa setting. Um, for instance, I'm, I'm working with this great new brand right now, and um, it has so much potential. And the moment that I put my hands in it and smelled it and saw it, I knew that it was really something special. But they really lacked a comprehensive offering to offer to luxury spas. And so, um, you know, we're putting together cutting edge, amazing treatments um, with a retail takeaway and just a, a very holistic offering um, that is besides, you know, we've got these 10 products and we want them to be in your spa. It's really about how do you get the therapist to love it? How do you get the, the clients of the spa to love it? And how do you get those things moving off the shelf? And that's through treatment and that's through um, unique offerings in that treatment room. By the way, I've noticed there's when we call it luxury spa, there's a big difference between luxury spa and luxury pricing. Everything seems like it's luxury pricing today. And meanwhile, these facilities are as busy as they have ever been. Certainly. And I, you know, I think it's important to mention that it, that spas really started on the premise of 
touch and human contact and caring about people. And it's def- it's more, it's so much more than just being about the numbers and having customer service and really tending to the needs of your, of your guests and clientele. You know, a mentor of mine a long time ago said, you take care of the people, meaning your staff, or your customers, and the money will come. I mean, I I think that's a great philosophy in in life in general, um, that when you take care of others, you know, successes is you're in it or it's around the corner for sure. Yeah, I like that is actually pretty well said. Uh, Friends, we're talking with Don Page today. She operates from Houston when she's not flying around the world uh, doing spa gigs. You can find her at new, N-E-W, new, dawnspa.com. Don, let's skip to trade uh, for a quick minute. And I want to talk about iSpa and Spa Tech. So we just finished iSpa. It's always an amazing show. It brings in a lot of everyone. Do you have one or two takeaways you want to share with our listeners? Uh, well, a couple of my takeaways from, uh, from that is that, you know, we, here we are post-pandemic. And I'm really sensing there's a real changing of the guard that's happening um, in the industry. The pandemic really forced a lot of people or not forced, but really made people ask what they're doing. And the the positions within the field have changed. Service providers have went uh, solo instead of working for companies. You have people with not a lot of experience being put into management positions because there aren't people to fill them. And so there's really kind of a, a, a movement that's happening. But I think after a couple of years, after everything everyone went through, we're seeing some settling into those positions and there's um, there's some roots um, being established. And so I, I, that's very exciting um, to see that I, I'm feeling that there's some more stability um, that's happening just all around in the spa industry, um, especially with some new brands. There's a lot of new, young brands, creative people through this pandemic time that have said, hey, I love this holistic wellness, you know, spa experience. I think I'm going to create a a spa brand or a product. It's something that I've always wanted to do and love to do. So I see this great emergence of new young brands with people that have a lot of energy and they're excited and they're passionate. And that's so great to see. Dawn, I was going to say Americans don't stay down, but I'm going to also say people in the wellness channel, we don't stay down. You know, there can be ups and downs, but nobody stays down. We, I've noticed this too, out of tough times always come all this new innovation. We don't even have time to talk about innovation today, but everything new. And, and I love that there, when I go to a conference and there's young people and I go, I don't know a lot of these people. Right. So to your to your point about the new generation coming up, I think it's fabulous along the way. OK, let's talk about um, Spotech because it was your first time attending Spotech. Right. Actually, actually, it was my second time. Second time. I, OK, I attended um, in Miami um, before the pandemic, like 17 um, or whatever that was. Right. Or 18. Of that sort. Yes. Got yes. It. 
And um, we talked a little about this before we went on the air, but go ahead and tell our listeners your thoughts on attending Spot Tech and why you loved it. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, listen, uh, first, iSpa is great for its reasons. It's extremely overwhelming. It's very expensive um, for everybody, um, attendees and vendors. And um, what what I really loved about Tech is that it was on a much more manageable uh, size group of people um, that uh, that over the course of those couple days that you're with them, the structure of the of the conference is very well organized. Um, and I don't want to say you don't have a lot of free time, but you always know what's happening next. You're meeting with this person and then you're doing the next thing. And so there's some security that's felt, you know, going back to childhood, right? Yep. That we like to have a little bit of structure. So at least we know what we're doing. And the activities that you um, you and your group put together allowed me to mix and mingle with other brands and other professionals in the industry that maybe I wasn't, I didn't have scheduled meetings with. And so my pool of connections just grew amplified times two or three, um, just by being able to do that. And the fact that it's one-on-one appointments that you, that you and your team so carefully um, match, it's like speed dating, I heard somebody <laughs> say, and you know, I mean, you, you know, it might have another business uh, on the horizon in that case. Um, but you you match us so well with, um, with a client and vendor or whoever we're meeting with, and you actually have time to sit down, undistracted, talk about you know, hey, is this going to be a great match for us? Do we have business needs? And sometimes just becoming familiar, um, you know, maybe the order is right then and there. And sometimes I'm working on a project that might be a year out. And I've finally been able to identify a brand that I've been looking for, um, for use at a future date. So that that's uh, yeah, an awful reasons, good I recap. Really love it. <laughs> I couldn't have said that better myself. So okay, uh, great. (laughs) Yeah, it was a great recap. Uh, Friends, we've been talking with Dawn Page today. She's a worldwide consultant based out of Houston. Find her at newdawnspa.com. Dawn, every time I get to chat with you, you get my brain thinking about some new stuff. I just love when we get a get a chance to have our own 18 minutes to talk together. So thank you for spending time with us today. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. And friends, remember, please be kind to one another.